Hi, I hope so, here. And why does Minecraft rock? That's what I wanna talk about today. I got a bunch of different reasons, and we're gonna go through those. And then, when I'm done, we'll capture, at the end of the day, what I think it really comes down to, besides the community. Because I think, you know, y you, me, everybody else who, who plays the game and doesn't work on it necessarily, have a huge contribution. But I think there's, there's one thing this all boils down to about what makes Minecraft truly special let's name a few of the different things um transparency the way the dev and everybody else working on the game communicate with the player base i think it's awesome you know as we had just a not so long ago a video talking about how henry and other people you know agnes and all of them they they get into public servers they talk look on reddit they listen to the podcast as we know because uh, how many people have been on uh, guests on podcasts already? There's just a, a Twitter. You're always seeing discussion with them. There's a, there's a variety of sources. And, of course, all the mail we send to them. There's a whole feedback site. Um, supporting natural wildlife like bees, polar bears, pandas, and sharks. You know, obviously with sharks, they've said, you know, we don't want to have sharks in the game. We don't want people killing sharks. And regardless of whether I think there's a way to introduce them or not, without it being something where they feel they're going to be harming the real life environment doesn't mean that you know they don't care about the environment just because we disagree about how they go about it and you know like with the polar bears you know there's there's no loot really there's no reason to kill them that was something that was important to them and pandas i think are awesome you know uh, it was really brought in because of their their move with china it was a a way of signaling that but i think that's awesome you know you guys see them eat bamboo I love that they have the different, not so much color styles. Yes, there is the brown one, and there's the angry one, and the snotty one. But, like, the snotty one will blow that slime ball, or, you know, they'll do the little flips. I, I think that's really what makes pandas awesome, is those different behaviors that the different pandas have. I think that's fantastic. And then, of course, we saw all the craziness with Kojo, with the bees. I think that was just awesome, you know, the, the, the video they did with him. Uh, the presentation at Minecraft Live when they announced it, the the hives and the nests and just the whole way all of that was introduced, I think was really cool. It's one of those things that I think makes Minecraft rock. Uh, Minecraft Live, Minefair. Uh, obviously, this year the festival, Minecraft Festival, Minecraft Live Festival, <laughs> whatever it's called, uh, was delayed, canceled. I guess would be more pro postponed till next year. But that's okay, that's understandable. But the fact that they do that and that they're bringing that back, you know, it used to be a, a very live, uh, in-person event. Um, that's really cool. You know, it's great to be able to see people. I know I'm looking forward to being able to go to my first one next year, getting to meet hopefully a lot of you and, you know, people that I look up to and I'm excited to be able to, to see and meet creators and stuff, you know, that helped get me into this. And you, hosts and fans and fellow podcasters that are going to be there, you know, super exciting. But it's awesome because, you know, like this will be my this would have been my first year attempting to go. And so if they didn't do Minecon live aspect as well, you know, a lot of years I'd miss out. I wouldn't know until those who had gone came out and did their thing. So that's awesome to me that they even that they do the live and that they're trying to merge the two. They're not keeping it to in person only. They're not sticking to just a live stream presentation, but they're they're bringing both of those together. And I keep moving away from the mic. I hope. That doesn't butcher the audio quality too much for you guys. I apologize about that. But I love the fact that there's that, that, that combination between the live and the in-person. As I mentioned in just the recent uh, news video, that's next live is October 16th, which will be coming up here shortly as of today. Uh, less, the next weekend, not this upcoming weekend. 
and I'm definitely hoping to do some live streaming of that coverage, talk about it maybe a little bit while it's going, or maybe we'll do something afterwards. Not for sure, but we'll figure something out. Definitely looking forward to that. Uh, maybe we'll just hop over into somebody else's The Withering Effect. We'll see or what the spawn chunks do. We'll see what everybody else has got going on, whether we do something ourselves or whether maybe we just go take a more active involvement elsewhere. I don't know. Support shown to both the, the player and creator base is another thing that I think is really cool. Um, I know sometimes it, it creates it creates some heat, like last year with um, the mob vote with Dream encouraging his fan base to vote a certain way, but I don't know exactly what he did or exactly everybody's issue. But I know like prior to that with Jelly, you know, Good Times with Scar, they had to vote for sub submit your cat and your cat can get it. And a lot of people are upset with Scar because he's got a following. I don't know that he necessarily asked anybody to vote for Jelly one way or another. And that, my understanding is that's a big part of where the issue with Dream is. So I don't know if that's the same or if maybe that's where the difference there lies is whether he actually asked people to do it or not. But either way, you know, if you're a creator, if you have a following, that's something that anybody can do. Um, two years ago, I had zero following. Nobody. <laughs> my following was my wife and my brother and my kid, you know. If, if they had questions about Minecraft, they'd ask me. That, that was pretty much it. Maybe a few people in my in my friend circle at work or whatever that know that I play, they might ask me, but nobody was coming to me, nobody was listening to what I had to say outside of family and friends, you know? But now, uh, up on just a little over a year later, I've got almost 60 people who are listening to this podcast. We've got nine subscribers over on YouTube that we've recently done. Uh, we have a handful of followers on Twitter, or Twitch, sorry, <laughs> that we do. You too, you can become a creator. You can build that following, build that audience, and have that, that, that sway if you want to try to get your stuff in. I think it's awesome that Jelly's in. I love that we get to do these mob votes and stuff. I, are there issues with them? Sure, absolutely. You know, there's things I could, I could nitpick about it, but that's not what we're talking about today. Today we're talking about the things that rock, the things that Minecraft nails, and whether that's Minecraft Dungeons. Let's talk about that for a second. Dungeons is another reason why I think Minecraft rocks, because we don't just now have this creative survival, a million and one ways to play Minecraft itself. Uh, that's a whole other topic we'll, we'll rant into, I'm sure. But uh, real quick, going back to Dungeons, you know, it's another way to play and enjoy the game. It's another style of the Minecraft universe being explored, lore being developed, and ways to interact with that. Uh, beyond that, if you want to get away from video games, you can sit at the table and you can play Minecraft with the builders and biomes, biomes and builders uh, board game. I'm super excited for it and hoping to get for, if you guys can hear that, but that's, that's my buddy Milo. You want to come in for Milo? This is my buddy Milo, my tubby buddy, he wanted some lovin's, so, say hi, but, but anyway, sorry, we got distracted, uh, Dungeons is another wonderful way, we talked about the board game, uh, I haven't played it yet, I'm super excited to, um, with Dungeons, you know, there's free stuff and content, with Dungeons, there's free content, there's free updates with Bedrock, there's free marketplace items and skins, and maps and stuff that they give away, Java, all the extras are free. You know, you can do Patreon to support the development of it and early access, beta, you know, things of that nature. But it's all completely free. They don't make anything off of that except for, you know, whatever donations and stuff people are willing to give. So, you know, the fact they allow that, the fact that they allow the modding. Um, there's a group I want to talk to who are mo who've been modding dungeons, I guess, pretty much from day one. That's super exciting. Those who work on the game, most of the devs and stuff, they play the game. They've got long-term worlds. They've got, you know, realms and servers that they play as a group. They all have their own personal 
uh, folks like Slice Lime have has a following on YouTube and streams and has his own server communities that he plays as well. So he really gets you know that full variety of understanding of where the creator is coming from. They understand where the player is coming from. I'd asked about another one I talk about is, is their ability to communicate, and it's not just with their communicate. They don't just communicate with big people like Pixel Rifts or Exumavoid or you know even Prowl from Bedrock. You know uh, Bedrock set of things. They talk to little people as well. I don't know how many times you can see devs talking to people that you probably have never heard of because they don't play a prominent role in the community. They're, you know, they're important. They're part of the community, but they're not somebody who's a face of the community. They're not, you know, Doc M77. And for example of that, you know, a while back I'd read an article about from Slice Lime on Reddit uh, concerning technical and redstone and updates and changes that are going to happen there. And I couldn't find it. I wanted to, to put a link in, in one of the videos I made prior previously podcast episode i made previously and i couldn't find it so i reached out on twitter and i asked and he himself i, I was just asking the community you know, if anybody knew where it was or had a link to it responded with the article in question asking you know is this what you're looking for it's like yeah that, that absolutely was there have been times that i've uh tied kojo if i saw something funny with bees or whatever and got some uh interaction there mark watson recently we and him were talking about uh, magic the gathering and our experiences and how it was a little bit different for him growing up and the environment he was in versus me and the challenges that posed and it's just really cool to be able to talk to these people you know even not about things that aren't minecraft a lot of the times and i know that's one of the struggles they have is when they try to talk to us about things that aren't minecraft things about them when the community wants to just go minecraft minecraft you know remember they're they're people too but uh, uh helen angel huge huge member might no longer work at mojang anymore but she is still very much a part of the community. She is a huge advocate for Minecraft. She's a huge advocate for things. I mean, hello, hashtag squid milk, anybody? Um, but just very sweet lady. I've never met her in person, but I've, I've had the opportunity to, to DM her a couple of times. We've, I've seen her in some different discords. Um, she was the first person to be interviewed on, uh, or Mojangster, I should say, to be interviewed on Void Frogs. <laughs> Sorry, Helen was the first one to be interviewed on the Void Frogs with Tim Stifler and the Q Magnet. So to me, that is super awesome, you know, uh, how often these folks are willing to reach out into the community, how much they uplift the community. Um, she's repeatedly ex expressed her acceptance and uh, folks reaching out to them, um, encouraging them. Lady Agnes is another one super big on Twitter. Can't wait to hear her be interviewed. That would be awesome. <laughs> so nudge nudge lady agnes we'll send you some kitty pic they're very aware of the community uh maps featuring stampy on console uh way back in the day uh the 2020 april fools map shot in reference to had some references to direwolf um dungeons referenced an achievement to pixel rifts uh pixel rifts was going through doing the barefist steve thing you know trying to uh no distance weapons no swords anything like that he was just using his his fist so they included an achievement to that would rather delay a hyped feature than release an unfinished product example there would be uh archaeology the deep dark and candles and all to different extents you know archaeology was completely scrapped for this update they didn't feel it was going to be uh, done and polished in the, the the best way the deep dark we didn't get any snapshots until it was much further developed they felt they had a good starting point we got some teasers some pics and stuff but nothing really to, to, to sink our teeth and not much understanding exactly how that's going to work and everything. And candles, you know, they weren't in the first betas. Hey, buddy, <laughs> don't be doing that. But with candles, you know, they weren't right there 
in the first ones and it took a little bit before we got to see those introduced i think that's fantastic that you know they make sure that everything is at a good working point before being released and put out there to us uh, they work together as one team collaborating to make awesome maintenance and mountains and caves on both platforms nothing is done by just one person i have a quote here we work together as one team collaborating to make awesome mountains and caves on both platforms nothing is done by just one person and that's by henrik kneinberg in response to prowl asking who made bedrock mountains and i think that's just another example of why mojang rocks why minecraft rocks why this oh, community rocks is that that collaboration nothing is done by an individual it's all done together you can see that in the java side with um the modding community forge sponge uh lucky perms a lot of this is stuff that i'm i'm recently looking into like I said in the last video, I've started a server. I'm trying to learn about that side of Minecraft and getting involved there. And just how many different things, you know, stack on top of one another. And, you know, one person comes along, makes a foundation. Maybe they pass it along. Maybe somebody makes a fork of it, whatever the case may be. It's a lot of collaboration and interaction there together. While most, at least the few we see publicly are amazing. But one of my favorite things is the dev player communication. Whether it's, like I said, uh, articles, from like Slice Slime on Reddit about how they were gonna tweak things with redstone, things might break, but it's not intentional, it's not deliberate, it's just a side effect of them trying to improve it, trying to streamline the process and to be patient and things will be fixed. And we've seen that. Um, Prowl with his threads on spawn radius being reduced on bedrock, he's always communicating there and a lot of times you'll see responses, uh, especially with his parody updates, that's the big thing he's been doing lately. Like quote here, I've watched videos by people with three subscribers king b dogs again proving that you don't have to have a huge audience you don't have to be a big person a big creator for them to, to hear you and take notice of you you know and he's been on every podcast i can think of doing an interview um at least all the big ones i haven't had anybody on for a, a, a formal interview i had that small one with conniption fit a while back but i want to do stuff more stuff like that and you know i look forward to being able to talk to the, some of these developers myself but to me, that's one of the big things, you know, the withering effect, the void frogs, the spawn chunks, all of them have had developers, Mojangsters, uh, I want to say most, like Helen Angel, for example, earlier, she's not a dev, but people from within the community, um, this Wednesday, the withering effect recently had a lady on, um, I want to say off the top of my head, Laura, big uh, work in dungeons. I'm uh, excited to hear about that. I'll let you guys know a little bit more about that once I've listened to it. But yeah, I find it very frustrating when I see comments about the devs not uh, listening to people or glad when people say they quit or, you know, sending them hate messages or whatever the case may be. So to answer the question of why does Minecraft rock and what can sum that all up? If you haven't figured it out yet, the answer is really simple. It's Mojang. It's, it's the people who make the game. It's the people who interact with us every day on Twitter. The ones who are working every day to put the code in, to do the marketing, to do the sales, to do the graphic design, Jappa, you know, he's always getting updates and showing you guys examples of his work with the artwork and taking an input there, working to make sure that, you know, people who have, who have color issues, people who have auditory issues, uh, trying to make sure it's as flexible for everybody as possible, as inclusive as possible. And Mojang to me, at the end of the day, end of the, uh, set aside the community, what does make Minecraft great? It's the, the team working on it, Mojang, the Mojangsters, <laughs> as they said in the Void Frogs, because, Without them, we wouldn't have a game for there to be a community to rally around. You know, it, would, it wouldn't exist. We've gotten a little over a decade of updates, and we paid for this game one time. I know that in another 
10, 20, 30 years, I might have grandchildren, and they could be playing this game. And I think that is awesome. I thank you, Mojang, if any of you watch this. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for everything you do. I appreciate it. I love this game. I look forward to talking to you guys all more. I've been high hopes. I hope you love Minecraft. And let me know real quick, why do you love Minecraft? Why does Minecraft rock to you? Thank you. Take care.